0: All right, this is another bonus episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast. It's your boy, Leo Archibald. If you ain't familiar with these bonus episodes, they're a lot smaller episodes than the normal number episodes that we, uh, me and my co host try to do every week. But if we can't get together to do one of those episodes, then we try to throw out one of these bonus joints. So here you go. Before I get in or breeze through some topics for this week. Just want to do the. I'll name this bracket later. Entries now. If you listen to last week's episode or last yeah last week's, I think it was episode 102. I think that's what it was. Don't quote me. For the, I'll name this bracket later, which is where I take an actor who has like a movie that came out this week or something like that, and take either the best or worst movie, and I take those movies, and those will be thrown in a bracket that I will name later. Last week's person was Adam Driver because he was a Black Klansman, but I felt that I completely forgot about Jason Statham, who had the number one movie in the country at the time with the Meg, and I ain't trying to play my boy like that, so I'm going to have two entries for this little uh, joint. i going to have Jason Statham to you know, make up for it, and then Mark Wahlberg, whose movie Mile 22 came out this past weekend, or this weekend, whatever you want to call it. Um, so for Jason Statham, even though I, you know, felt like I left you out, I'm trying to big you up, we're going to do your worst movie. So let's breeze through his worst movies. Let me find them. All right. This boy got a long catalog. Let's see where I started. He was in the one. Hmm. That's a movie I really got to go back and watch because that's like a, I know that's a great action movie. Like when I saw it as a kid, I thought it was a real dope action movie. So I want to see if it still holds up 17 years later. So the one or transporter. I'ma definitely rock with transporter as his worst movie. Transporter or Italian job. I don't even know if I've seen all Italian job all the way through, so I'm gonna skip that one. You had a cameo appearance in the great collateral. I'm gonna say transporter was worse. Transporter or cellular. I'ma actually go with transporter. I thought cellular was really good. Even though transporter was good, I would definitely probably go back and watch cellular. Um Transporter, Transporter Two. That's definitely Transporter Two. Um, Transporter Two or the Pink Panther. Is that with uh, what's his name? Steve Carell. Yep. I'm gonna just assume the Pink Panther's worse. Pink Panther, or Crank, Pink Panther, Pink Panther or War. Oh, I forgot about that movie he had with Jelly. Him and Jelly was trying to do a little some little duo stuff. I don't even know if I ever seen that. So I'm not even gonna disrespect it. And, Try to rank it. So, Pink Panther or... Did I see the bank job? I don't know. Pink Panther or Death Race. I'll go with Pink Panther. Pink Panther or Transporter 3. I didn't even see Pink Panther really, but I know Transporter 3 was awful. So, Transporter 3. Transporter 3 or Crank High Voltage. Those is both wild, but I'm going to go with Transporter 3. Transporter 3 or... Um... Expendables, Transporter 3, Transporter 3, the Mechanic, Transporter 3, Transporter 3, or I ain't seen Gnomeo and Julia, so I'm going to breeze from that one. Transporter 3, or what is safe? Do I see that? Uh, no. Transporter 3, or Expendables 2, Transporter 3. Transporter 3, Parker, never saw that whack-looking movie with Jennifer Lopez and him, but Transporter 3, Transporter 3 and Fast and Furious 6, that's definitely Transporter 3, Transporter 3 and, didn't see Homefront, didn't, I saw Expendables 3, that was bad, but Transporter 3 was whack, um, Transporter 3 or Furious 7, definitely Transporter 3, Transporter 3 or Spy, definitely Transporter 3. Transporter 3 of the Mechanic Resurrection. Definitely Transporter 3. Transformer. I'm saying Transformers? Transporter. Transporter 3 of the Fate of the Furies, Obviously. Transporter 3. And I ain't seen the mag yet, so... Congratulations, Mr. Statham. Your movie is Transporter... Not Transformer. Transporter 3. I'm pretty sure I didn't use that. But while I was reading that, I don't know why. I was like, I could have swore I did Jason Statham for this already, but... I done double, triple, quadruple checked and I don't see his name so moving on alright now we're gonna do Mark Wahlberg's best movie I feel like I know what that is off the top but let me make sure I feel like the movie that I'm gonna pick for him has already been chosen but I don't see it I gotta have a more uh, structured way to do this cause this ain't working but um uh, I don't see it, alright, cool So for Mark Wahlberg And his long, illustrious Catalog of movies We have, where did I start watching this movie He's in, This guy was in a lot of movies Um uh, Planet of the Apes Or what was the Italian Job I don't know I would say the Italian Job I guess And I didn't see it but I saw pieces of it Italian Job of Four Brothers Four Brothers Um Never saw that corny-looking Invincible. Here we go. Oh, wait, dang. Never mind. I thought I would know what Mark Wahlberg movie was, but I completely forgot he had a show. Not a show stealing, because I had Leonardo DiCaprio and Matt Damon body in that movie, but he was also in The Departed, so uh, Four Brothers of the Departed. The Departed. Four Brothers of Shooter. Shooter was good, but The Departed. Four Brothers of the Happening. Or Dang, I'm just... I'm not even listening to what I'm saying, clearly. The Departed or Shooter. The Departed wins that. His next uh, matchup, The Departed or The Happening? Ooh. The Happening was so bad. So clearly The Departed. The Departed or Max Payne? The Departed. Uh, Mark Wahlberg had a not so good 2008. Um, the Departed or Date Night? The Departed. The Departed or The Other Guys? The Departed. The Departed or The Fighter? Great movie, but still The Departed. The Departed or Ted, The Departed, The Departed or Pain and Gang, which back in the day when it first came out, I thought was an underrated movie, but it ain't really aged well with time, but it's still good. Either way, it's The Departed. The Departed or Two Guns, The Departed, The Departed or Survivor, The Departed, The, the, the Departed or Transformers Age of Extinction, easily The Departed, uh, The Departed or The Gambler, The Departed. The Departed or Entourage I thought it was good but The Departed Did I skip over Ted? That's the movie I thought was going to win But it didn't Because Departed is one of the greatest movies of all time If not the greatest The Departed or Ted 2 The Departed The Departed or Daddy's Home Definitely The Departed The Departed or Water Horizon The Departed The Departed or Patriot's Day The Departed The Departed or Transformers The Last Night Yuck the Departed. Didn't see Daddy's Home two. Didn't see all the money in the world yet. Haven't watched Miles Twenty Mile 22. So Mark Wahlberg's movie is the departed. Now let me make sure that hasn't been used yet. Uh, do I see it? The departed, the departed, the departed. Nope, I don't see it. I really feel like after I go through all like the people and get all the movies I need. I'm definitely gonna find some repeats. But for now. Don't see any. So, The Departed and Transporter Three are the movies for uh, Mark Wahlberg and Jason Statham, respectively. So, we are going to move on now and breeze through some topics that I have for this week. First up, apparently, James Gunn won't be rehired for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. It's no surprise there. Even though the rumors were saying Disney might want to rehire him back, had a meeting with him. Ultimately, they just came to the decision to part ways. But they still might use a lot of his script for it. Thank goodness. Depending on that. Really might depend on the director they get because you know how directors want to put their little uh, put their little fill in the movies. As a director, even if they're not writing them. So we'll see how that goes. But I definitely are. Uh, I really hope they can keep most of his script. Because even though he's not directing a movie, it's, the writing in the movie is what's really uh, the thing that would affect his loss most. If him and, who was it, his wife? Somebody else. No, it's not his wife thing. Dang, I just assumed that the lady wrote the movie, so it got to be his wife. No disrespect, but I cannot think of her name. But I know she helped write the first one, and I don't know about the second one. I can't remember, but. Either way, if something changes drastically with the writing, that would be the main problem. Directing, ah, we can get over that even though I'm mad that he's not coming back. Um, but did I think he was going to come back? No, I think I made that abundantly clear when I was reading the question. No, nah, I didn't think he was going to come back because you can't practically embarrass this man for super old tweets that you really should have. Like, if you really wanted to hire the dude do a background check. Come on now. Disney and Marvel, they're too big of companies to be letting something like this affect them years afterwards. Like, this was from uh, almost, let's say 2009, 2012, where these tweets were resurfaced by a man I won't name, because we already put him on punishment on one episode. Tch, jerk. But, um, yeah, so this was almost like a decade ago, before I believe you hired them. Disney said they didn't know about the tweets, so... Um, Marvel or Disney, I don't even know, like, who goes through the process of checking the backgrounds, because I know you gotta do background checks, you feel me, like, if you're gonna get a, a job in a warehouse and they do a background check, you're definitely gonna get a background check if you are directing a hopefully widely popular successful movie, which it did in turn to be, but... You know, you're a Hollywood studio, big budgeted movie. You're definitely, and you're running the show. You definitely got to get a background check. So background checks nowadays would include social media. I don't know if it was like that back when he got hired, but I felt like it was That wasn't that many years ago. So I think that's where they dropped the ball. So they should have just like took that on the chin. Like, yo, I, although we do not bl- er, agree with James Gunn and the comments or jokes that he made. We feel that he has oh You know, whatever they needed to say to say, like, yeah, we're not rolling with the tweets, but we still keeping them on. But they didn't do that. They fired him, put out a statement and everything, embarrassed him, basically, made him apologize, made his actors and stars of the movie come out and support and all these other people. So if they went back and say, you know what? We'll rehire you. Like, I know big head wigs come people in those high positions got too much pride to just be like yo we saw it. we made a mistake they would word it some way that would sound like they're doing him a favor and it just wouldn't sit well with all the parties on board and going forward it would just, just be weird and awkward so it just situation should never happen but it's just best they part ways instead of trying to figure it out I think um, rumor has it that Warner Brothers wants a biracial actress with singing experience to play Canary I don't even know what singer they should even cast because I'm not familiar with the character Canary. I know they was trying to get Lady Gaga for that or The Huntress. I think we talked about that on a previous episode. But I'm not familiar. Lady Gaga is she? I don't think she's biracial unless I don't know nothing. Biracial singer. So basically, they want light skinned singers. When I'm what I'm hitting at. So sounds like they run like Rihanna's not even. Is she biracial? I know she's. Islandy, but is she got anything else in there? I don't know. Um, Somebody who could sing and do some kicks and some flips. I mean, technically, they don't really have to get somebody who has six experience, just somebody who can sing, because we all know the great Emma Stone, even though she did a Broadway play um, and where she had to sing. But before that, we don't really would say we would look at her as any sort of singer, but she body e- La La Land, you know, won an Oscar off that joint. So, you know, I guess it doesn't necess- necessarily have to be a singer, but I think that would probably be the route that they go. Somebody who could pair up with Margot Robbie. I'm not I'm not sure who they want. It would be interesting to see how that develops. Um, speaking of Mark Wahlberg from earlier, rumor has it that the Justice League producer Charles Roven wanted Mark Wahlberg to play Green Lantern. Am I mad that, he won't ever, that I won't ever get to see him in the road? Nope. Because he doesn't even... I don't even... When I see him, Green Lantern won't pop to my head. When I see Green Lantern, Mark Wahlberg doesn't pop to my head. Seems too, like, more... Too rugged to play Green Lantern. Not to say, like, Green Lantern don't got to get down and dirty and whatever. Get his hands dirty and whatnot. But I don't think of Mark Wahlberg. When I think of Green Lantern. I don't know why, but... And can we just, you know happened to the black actors that we was looking at it was tyree shell's go-to and ever since you know that backfire, i'm assuming i just want to throw out the role of who's name? john stewart Is it john stewart i don't know i think i think that's the black one don't quote me um but yeah let's look let's look at the black actors you feel me let's get back to those rumors instead of these getting up there in age um white actors because it was also looking at Tom Cruise, like Tom Cruise almost had the role apparently, but uh, they was going to kill his character all because he was going to play like a, I assume a, the older Green, the older, one of the older, or one of the popular Green Lantern characters, but an older version and then be like the mentor to one of the other Green Lantern characters who was younger, that like Tom Cruise died at the end, and then in the second movie, it'll be the young guy doing it by himself, which well, I wouldn't be mad at, but Tom Cruise apparently had a problem with it, so he didn't want to do that. And I wasn't trying to see Tom Cruise play Green Lantern either. Tom Cruise is doing good with his own little—I won't call him uh, original—cause we're on like the fifteenth sequel, sequel to the Great Mission Impossible franchise. But he's he's carved out his lane doing just non-comic book action movies, and I think he should just stick with that. We've heard his name in almost every single superhero movie. Him possibly being cast from Iron Man to, like, Superman to now Green Lantern. Just, like, it's clearly a sign that it just, it don't need to happen. You're doing good. You got Mission Mission Impossibles. Uh, hopefully we get another Edge of Tomorrow. Um, people like the first Jack Reacher. I don't like the second one. Uh, what else? Just other stuff. So, you should just stay in that lane and don't even try to put on the tights. But back to Mr. Wark Wahlberg and him playing Green Lantern. Could I see my boy, his brother, Donnie Wahlberg, playing his arch nemesis, Sinestro? Or so, how are you pronouncing that? Y'all know I don't, I, I'm a fake comic book nerd. I could definitely see that. That would be dope. Donnie Wahlberg, you know, you could play anything. So seeing him play the villain opposite of his brother, I think that would be dope. I think that would bring in some more, some more uh, butts in the seats, or put some more butts in the seats, bring some more. Has more tickets being purchased and whatever logic or saying you want to use. I think that'd be a dope idea. Shout out to my boy Donnie Wahlberg. Um. Now, staying with Tom Cruise and Mark Wahlberg. For Superman, who could I see playing Superman between those two? Depends on what type of Superman you want. You want the you want to stay with the clean cut Superman you go with? Tom Cruise, but I would want to take the step and try another edgy Superman that people clearly haven't been rocking with, and I'll put Mark Wahlberg in it, and it would look so weird, but I would, I would risk it. Batman, definitely Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely, cause if Tom Cruise tried to do like a a voice, a Batman voice, I'll be laughing. Non-stop. Wouldn't even. i will probably walk out the theater because I wouldn't be able to take it seriously at all. Cyborg. Mark Wahlberg again. No, none of them in blackface though. But Mark Wahlberg as like a gritty cyborg. Aquaman. Definitely Tom Cruise. He'd be the shortest Aquaman in history, but he would do it. See, both these guys are short. They're not big fellas. I think I don't think Mark Wahlberg's tall. Nah, he ain't tall. So that's like kind of the problem. They walking around with these little action figure size act, uh, actors playing these superhero characters, and then you put the action figure that the character is based off right beside them. They like it's like life size. It's crazy. Uh, who else is in there? Wonder Woman. Now nah, we ain't gonna do her like that. Put a man in that row. The Flash. <laughs> Seeing either one of them in that role would be just goofy, but I would probably say Mark Wahlberg as a gritty Flash because he could probably get the jokes off. I know Flash got to say some jokes. It ain't got to be Ezra Miller-style style jokes, but he'd definitely say some jokes. Um, Who else we got? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Green Lantern, we already talked about that. Eh. If I'm missing one, then that person doesn't really matter. All right, moving on. An actual robot is apparently going to star in a movie. I ain't even going to give you the detail of the movie. Actually, yeah, I will. Uh, where the movie at? Where is it at? Where the link? Um, a movie by director Tony K, who directed American History X. This movie was going to be called Second Born. It's an indie comedy. God, uh, yeah. So that's interesting. A comedy starring a, a robot, you would think it will be like an action movie, or I would think. That's what comes to my head. Maybe I'm thinking of iRobot. I don't know. But my question to myself is Is the robotic apocalypse or robot apocalypse on the horizon? I say yes. First, the robots take over our manual labor jobs. Now they're taking over our acting jobs. What's next? President, you practically got a puppet in the office now. Ooh, shots fired. Um,. But yeah, it's definitely on the rise, man. Baby steps. Hopefully, I'm long gone by the time this happens. But when it does happen, everybody gonna be looking to Will Smith and whoever directed iRobot and wrote it. Like they tried to warn us. They tried to warn us. Uh, Paul Walker's brothers want to play want to play him again in the Fast and the Furious franchise as you know as a small cameo of him coming in like saving the day, like uh, another. Um, goodbye of sorts. Now, my question to that, because I, I feel like we already talked about that on the regular podcast, but I want to ask myself, would Walker be okay with Dwayne Johnson coming in and booting Tyrese basically out of the franchise? It's not official yet, but we know what's happening. Unless Dwayne Johnson just doesn't do any more of the Fast movies, which I can also see be the case, then Tyrese, you're good to go. But Let's say, what do we even say? Booting out the treatment. Would Ty, would Walker be okay with the treatment Tyrese is getting from Dwayne Johnson? Even though Tyrese is bringing majority of this on himself, but you know he doesn't admit it. It's the, it's the medication, man. And you know people be in their feelings and they let the fingers just start to in. But I think my boy Paul Walker would have my boy Tyrese's back. Because he's been riding with Tyrese ever since. He had the dicky shorts on, high socks, chucks, longer hair, big t-shirts, wristbands. Tyrese had the wristbands, headbands, bright colored car with neon lights underneath with the flames, I feel like, on the side. from Too fast, too furious. he had been with him since those days. They was family. That's why Tyrese took it to heart when he passed. And I don't know if Paul Walker even knew Dwayne Johnson. All like that, because of course they did a few of the movies together. But him and Tyrese, I feel like, have a stronger pass and bond that he would have rolled with Tyrese through all this. Um next up, Venom is projected to make around sixty mil and break in October first week at the box office record. Okay, that's nice, that's cool but they still ain't announced that the movie is rated R PG-13 and that is a I think that's a big deal right now when we just got these little lackluster trailers and we was promised a rated R movie I feel like so bit the rating is a big deal so I think once they announce it the once they announce that it, it's PG-13 cuz that's what I'm predicting that's what they're saying once they announce that it, it's PG-13 that number of 60 or mid 60 mil will go down i see it being Around 40 million. And that's the high marker. I know the Meg just came out recently. It did some, what I call astronomical numbers, because I definitely didn't see it putting up them type of numbers. But that Venom trailer, I don't care how many times it's been watched, it don't look good. And you can't lie to me and say that it has. And Tom Hardy ain't got that ginormous fan base to bring people out. Great actor. But just keeping it thorough. So I say when it's announced as PG 13, it will drop. And actually make end up making around like forty million. Um, Girls Trip sequel is in the works, according to Regina Hall, not Regina King, who I constantly always get her mistaken for, even though I know the two different actresses. That just that Regina. Whenever I, I say Regina, for some reason King just comes out first, and I'm actually a bigger fan of Regina Hall. Even no disrespect to Regina King, though, great actress as well, especially voice actress when it comes to the Boondocks. But whatever. Anyways, so yeah. Girl's Trip, Sequel in the Works, no surprise there. Movie did very well last summer. was very funny. Probably one of the funniest movies that came out last year. I was surprised because I, I didn't expect it to be as funny um, as it was. Broke, or made Tiffany Haddish into now a household name and a big star. Um, so, a sequel being in the works is no shock. Um, yeah. But if I had a Boy's Trip movie, like literally little like a spinoff, boys trip. Who would be in that? Dude, we gotta be all black, because if you want to make it all black cast, we can do that. Michael B, of course. Um, that's a no-brainer. Somebody who is also funny. Lamorne Morris. Is that his name? Lamorne Morris? I ain't trying to disrespect my boy's name, but he's from Game Night. Uh, plays and my boy Winston from New Girl. Throw him in there, because he's very funny in my opinion all right that leaves two more slots got michael b lamorne oh gotta be around like the same age range now want all these guys to be in a fifties this would be like a younger one because if we was doing like a like the range that the the lady actresses are in then we would of course win with the will smiths the martin Lawrence. they team up to actually just straight comedy together um, make it an all-star, make it just Chris Tucker, Dave Chappelle, you know, something wild, we do something like that, um, or, uh, swap Chris Rock, Chris Rock in for any of those, or, you know, something like that, or, you know, make like Mike Epps take over one of those roles, unless you wanna, if you don't wanna pay everybody like that, so right now, we looking at Michael B. Lamorne, I don't know why this name is coming to my head, D-Ray Davis, I don't know why, he's funny, maybe, you know, you don't wanna have nothing but big names, I was gonna say DC Young Fly as like the wild one. Let him be like the Tiffany Haddish version. D-Ray be like the Queen Latifah. Michael B as like the uh, the Regina Hall, and then uh, Lamorne as like the the funny uptight Jada Pinkett Row. So we'll ride with that. Because I could, if I get to thinking, this podcast would turn, this bonus, short bonus, we're already almost at 30 minutes. It would definitely turn into a much longer version. And I ain't trying to do that. Um, I got a lot of topics there. This is a good topic week. Jason Blum said the chances of getting the rights to other popular horror franchises is excellent. And he said he would consider then doing Nightmare on Elm Street. If you don't know who Jason Blum is, runs Blum House to big horror feels like company that's doing it all got the unfriended uh (sighs) produced what else um produced paranormal activities uh happy death day did truth or dare but he's got a bunch of other good movies I just can't think of them right now doing Halloween this year but anyways uh, who would they get to play Freddy? I think honestly would be a no name because they would have they like to keep the the budget low. And even though the people I think who would play like a good Freddy Krueger wouldn't be expensive, I think they would go no name route. right now I can't think of. I think they should to give uh, what's his name Oh, who played him. Gosh, I just I should probably look this stuff up. The guy who played Rorschach and Watchmen and played Freddy Krueger in the l- the latest nightmare on elm street movie i think he should give him another sh- another shot at it because he did good in the movie it was the movie itself that didn't do that didn't help him out so i would give him another shot and still reboot it um he also uh blum also said he would be interested in overseeing the dark universe dark universe is the cinematic universe that can't get off the ground that had the mummy uh dracula you know just all those little monsters and I would definitely be in favor of him or over, er, Blumhouse overseeing it because clearly they know how to do this horror genre thing right and to save money. So, if this dark universe is so untrustworthy, like I think it is because it hasn't worked yet. Every shot they keep taking is missed. Every swing has been a miss. He can do it for cheap and make a good movie out of it. So, if you don't make... If the movie ain't good, chances are you still probably get your money back or close to it and That'd be a less of a tough pill to swallow to say. So I would definitely ride with him doing that. Uh, Why I trust him to save it? I don't know about save it, cause I don't say I'm just not really interested in like a universe like that. I don't care about Mummy Dracula like together or Frankenstein or Frankenwife or whatever Bride of Frankenstein. I really don't care about all that. But if the movie separately is good, then I can rock with that. But as a whole universe, I'm I'm, I'm good on that um Tim Miller director of Deadpool wanted to have the fantastic four I'm talking about the cast from the one that bombed Miles Teller, Michael B, Kate Mara, uh Jamie Bell. He wanted them in Deadpool too. I assume as some comedic way. I don't know. But my question is would Michael B have stolen the show from Ryan Reynolds? That's a great question. I think it would have been tough, but it would I think this, it would have been such a, like a small cameo that he wouldn't have enough screen time to do it. And, you know, Ryan Reynolds' is body in the role of Deadpool left and right. So, I don't think so. But if you gave him a few more minutes, I'm pretty sure he would. Um, Will Smith is finally to begin shooting Bad Boys 3 this November. And then shoot... Uh, what's after that? What's after that? What's after that? Bright 2 for Netflix. And then, after that, he shoot Bright 2, I think they said in March of next year. And then, after that, Suicide Squad 2 would shoot at the end of 2019. I mean... You can really just call it a quitsies on the Suicide Squad too, route. Right? Because you, the more you push it back from when it came out, the less we are interested. And we didn't even really care for the first movie. Didn't really need a second one unless you're going to do it right. And But now that you did it and it didn't work, I don't really care to see it. I would rather see Will Smith do a different role and be in a different comic book movie. But I know that's not going to happen. So you can just honestly move on from the franchise and keep it pushing. But whatever. I'm just happy that It's getting closer to officially we're getting another Bad Boys 3, because they're going to be dope to see Will and Martin Lawrence team back up together in some comedy and some action. Martin Lawrence, though, I haven't looked at like, you know, his physique. I don't know how weird that sounds, but I ain't seen it lately. He don't really look like the most guy nowadays who's going to be running and shooting. Seems like he's more like the driver, shooting the car. Definitely don't see him throwing a kick, so we'll definitely see what happens from there, but Things are starting to look up. And last but not least, Benedict Cumberbatch is a Cumberbatch, Mr. Doctor Strange himself, is expected to get a raise to nine point six million dollars to now play Doctor Strange from originally playing or making 3.2 million for his role as Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange, Thor Ragnarok, and Avengers 3 and 4. He got low bald, if that is the truth, for four roles. 3.2 million dollars. Mind you. Thor was a cameo, so that's almost like I hey, do this for the love. And four chances are he probably won't be in that movie long, so I guess that kind of makes sense. But three in my own movie, I gotta get three point two million dollars. Nah, fam, <laughs> there must have been they must have did like some handshake behind the scenes, like yo, give you this much as long as we is successful, we'll bump that pay raise up to a nine point six. Now if that nine point six is for a bajillion other movies, then we might have a problem. But if the nine point six is just for Doctor Strange, I'll be cool. And I feel like a lot of these Marvel actors are getting underpaid. But it's hard when their movies are all successful. So when your movie's successful, usually you wanna come and be like, Yo, give me the money. But they really can't do that. But they got that I mean they got the funds. The movies themselves is like walking computers. It's like a, watching a computer generated movie. I don't know how else to describe it for about almost two hours, two hours or more, whatever. So that that takes a lot of money, but clearly they keep doing it, keep doing it to success from the critics and at the box office. So pay actors just a little bit more. Just a little bit more. Because, you know, next thing you know, everybody going to be trying to rob her down a junior in you. And that's really get the cash that they feel that they should have earned back from the beginning towards the end. Where they're going to be charging you arm and leg like $25 million for 10 minutes. I don't know, but just pay them a little more. All right. We have come to the end of this overly long bonus episode. Sorry if my voice annoyed you, but you could have turned it off whenever you feel like it. This is a free country. Ain't nobody have you handcuffed and got your ears forced open and forcing you to listen to this but much appreciation to those who did and anyways it's your boy Leo ball. go check out um the Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast on Instagram at Leo B. Gyllenhaal one word of course under or lowercase I don't know how to explain it on iTunes Leo B. Gyllenhaal podcast on Stitcher, on SoundCloud at the Great Musical on Twitter under or at icmovies93 uh, check out the blog icmovies.wordpress.com for um, reviews and the podcast episodes the latest review I put up I believe is of the dude, it's of a Netflix movie with my girl Lucy Hale, check it out if you wanna be bored um, yeah look out for more stuff in the future won't announce it cause the way that I roll, if I announce it I definitely probably won't do it even though I probably won't do it anyways so Anyways, before this gets any longer and I keep rambling, I'm going to just end this now.